Yo. What's up, man? The hey. gang's all here. Ryan, Sam, and Bass. Hello. What's up, gentlemen? Hi there. It's always good to have the, the entire uh, crew, as you would call them. Oh, yeah. I wasn't on last week. Did uh, everything go okay? Yeah, we, we actually had Vin. So it's, it's funny because last week uh, it was just Sam and I. Because base had something going on, like diarrhea or something he had to clean up. So it was not just, my diarrhea. No, it was my son's diarrhea. Yeah, your son. So we actually ended up doing the show with me, Sam, and Vin Armani last week. Had you oh. told me that Vin Armani was going to be on, I somehow would have found a way to fix DJ before the podcast. See, that's bull. Isn't that bullshit, Ryan? Who, I'm like, joking. I'm joking. Oh, okay. He's a tough guy. But anyways, it, it, it hey, did. Hey, do you have like a, do you have a, a crush on Ben Armani or something? I didn't Abe, know. Oh, Abe, Abe, Abe I, absolutely does. Well, I know Abe does, but I've never heard Bass get excited about Ben Armani. Well, it was a joke. Oh, okay. It was, a, it was not like your uh, love for uh, that guy Bert from the U's or anything. <laughs> Good Lord. Bert from the U's. Well, well, what was it, Abe? I would tip like that a, guy if he was my one guy to make out with. I think that was like Scott Wilde. a 12-year-old ref. Oh, that's right. Don't these references have, like, a shelf life? Some of these references. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've been talking to Abe about. I mean, he's still referencing things from when we were seven or eight. I was going to say, this doesn't even come close to what that guy can bring up on this show. That's, that's, and you know what's funny, too? He does, Abe does these, pre, these preemptive uh, comments, too. Like, he told me the other day, he's like, uh, or was it, it might have been earlier today, he's like, you know, if I don't win the coin toss at the Super Bowl party, Sam's going to be going nuts. Like, he, he, he forecasts these things. Oh, yeah. As well, well as you know, you knew that forever. was coming. Like, you knew, I know that if, if of course, I'm going to bet heads, as always, for the Super Bowl coin toss. And if Sam, if it comes tails, Sam will talk shit for the entire first three quarters of the game. You're a fucking idiot. Who the fuck bets on the coin toss anyway? But hey, I've never seen somebody feeding so bad. Feeding so hard, like 20 minutes before the coin toss, just screaming about who's in, who's in on the coin toss. It's <laughs> kind of disturbing. But, but Abe, you have to understand. I mean, you're not like if you if you do anything that works out. Like if if you flip a card and you're like, I bet it'll be a a, a club, and it's a club. Like we'll hear about that for six years. <laughs> <laughs> like even the smallest victory, it, there's no scale with you. You'll be like, no, remember that not. one time when you know I. I, t- I told you that girl's name was going to be Margaret, and it was Margaret. It's like, yeah, <laughs> congratulations. That was impressive. But that being said, anything I say, Sam will go against no matter what. That's not, no, that's, that's just not true. It's just, it's actually hey, just the opposite. Everyone knows. Wait, wait, wait. No. Hey, you guys, don't even disagree about that. No, you know what Abe's problem is? And this happened in the car the other day. You know what Abe's problem is? Tails never Abe. fails. That's Abe's problem. Tails <laughs> never <laughs> fails. Of course you should that. take Tails. Let's just, after four years, let's drop me having an English accent. I, I just don't have that. That's, that's number one. <laughs> number two, um, what you do is you, 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 you have so little conviction about anything. I mean, you really have none. And all you'll do is you'll make, you'll make a claim, and I usually try to agree with you. <laughs> just, just, just to appease uh, you. And then you will disagree with my agreement. All right, usually hey, but... within 10 seconds. So by that, you say that I'm trying to disagree with you, but really it's just the opposite. It's just that you have, it's either you have zero short-term memory um, or you just don't care at all. Let me give you an example. And <laughs> I guarantee, Ryan, you, you'd have to agree with me on this. 
If I started funneling all my ideas through you, because for people who don't know this, we've talked about this many times, but what we do is the four of us all day have a, a texting conversation where we just talk shit all day about random Yeah, but things. I know what you're going to say. You've been saying this over and over. If, if Ryan was giving the ideas, then I would agree with them. Again, you didn't hear what I just said. See what I mean? You did not listen to me. You don't even well, know what what's interesting is that what's interesting is I haven't been involved in any of those text conversations well, in the well, last couple of months. Well, base, so I wonder well, what's going on. Well, base, well, base we're probably talking <laughs> shit about you. But, I know. Well, base, no, no, base. There's a separate thread with me, Sam, and Ryan talking shit about you. But this one also included Danny Gaga because this one was about wrestling, and we know you don't care about uh, wrestling. Thank you. Yeah, no. we give you the courtesy of leaving you off those. Yeah. And, 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 Much and, appreciated. And, and if you notice, guys, I'm always the one, when a conversation starts, I'll remove the person who's not talking. So if you don't hear from Ryan for like 97 texts, I'll start up yeah. a new thread <laughs> with just me, Sam, and Danny Gaga. Or if you don't hear from Danny Gaga for 75 texts, I'll start up a new thread with me, Ryan, and Sam, or whatever yep. it is. So, In fact, the other day I was seeing, I was, uh, I was at the movie watch seeing American Sniper, and you guys were going nuts on some video and i i mean it's almost alarming when you can't respond like you feel like there's a a very very dire emergency yeah and you just look down and it's like ha 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 hogan's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) and then and then it's always a picture of hogan in a black and white film with his dick hanging out and that that sex video that that always works its way in there at some point he says i just got done eating like a pig (laughs) and then you know like you can just Put your phone back away because you know that all of the vibrations you're going to feel for the next 45 minutes are just nonsense. And then your phone oh, yeah. goes from 97% to 19% when you leave the movie <laughs> because we're sending these HD pictures. I think that's why I think that's why my da- every week now my data, I, he- I keep having to buy extra gigs. I know it's because I'm in nine different threads of people who talk shit who send HD pictures, HD videos, and it just keeps piling yeah. up you all the clean that stuff out. What do you just erase the whole thread? You could you could yeah. actually set your messages to expire after a year, six months, one month. So all, all your messages will after that time will disappear. But Ryan, how how often Ryan do we like say let, let's say Sam it, Sam does this all the time. I'll be talking shit to Sam, and I'll be like, I never said that. Then he'll 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 take a snapshot of a text message I sent him like <laughs> nine months ago <laughs> that says the exact opposite of what I claim to have said. Yeah, As I think, you I can see, Abe, you did say it. I think it's important to call you on all your bullshit. Wait, so get my iPhone 3 out of the drawer. Yeah. I, need to <laughs> I think there's more text on the iPhone 3. No, but so earlier on today, and if you don't if you don't like wrestling, it doesn't matter because you'll you'll see how brilliant of an idea this is, even if you're not a wrestling fan, just as a movie fan or TV fan. There's this wrestler named Roman Reigns, a real good-looking wrestler. He's the Rock's cousin. I know, cousin. you're really obsessed with Roman Reigns. My Ryan, God. Ryan, can we admit Roman Reigns is a good-looking guy? I know Sam's this ultra, yeah. I'm, I'm a man! Yeah, I am. Wait, I'm, I'm what now? You're, you're this, you can't ever, like what? I don't know what guys, guys, dude! I, that's me? It seems like it. Well, look, let's not All you do is talk about how, how hot Roman Reigns is. That's I don't say hot. I don't say hot. Look, how you want to rub your fingers through his hair? No, see, no, that's not true. Right, so here's, now, so here's, I, now I'm really happy not to be involved in this chat of yours. All right, real quick, because I want to move on to other things. But, so, R- Roman Reigns is a good-looking dude. Uh, he's, he... 
He, he's the Rock's cousin. He's horrible on the microphone as a good guy. WWE is trying to push him as like this big, like good guy. I said he's, gonna, he's basically going to be the heir apparent to John Cena. And even if you don't follow wrestling, you know who John Cena. Is. Yeah, and and he, but he just he just doesn't have the mic skills. And I'm afraid if they do this push with him, he's going to be a loser, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I said he should come out wearing suits. He should have this hot girl. I have this picture of this exotic-looking Playboy model. I forgot her name now. But she's really hot. She has these crazy... Not exotic. Eyes. You think she's exotic. She's not exotic. She's, she's not? Mexican. She's not exotic. Doesn't she's make not you Mexican. Exotic. She's not Mexican? She, Ryan, Ryan. See, look, he won't even agree with me on that. Ryan, if you look at that girl, could you say that she has an exotic look? I, I would say that she looks either like Egyptian or South American or something. So like, that's exotic, right, Ryan? <laughs> Sure, yeah. Okay, so they're... Yeah, see, I would every, that exotic. And there's proof yeah, that I anything mean, I he, say, he, Sam he, takes the other side of the coin. You know no what I was he, upset about? Let me, let me interrupt you right now. You know what I was upset about that, Ryan? You weren't on the previous text. When Abe sent that text, that picture to me and some other people saying, this is how all women should dress. No, no, and, no, no, and, no, no. I said in the so WWE. This is that a fact. Hey. Basically, it's a woman in a G-string <laughs> and a part, part of a... <laughs> I didn't and say that. I said... I'm kind, of, I'm kind of tired of the male chauvinism. That's what I'm tired oh, okay. of. Damn. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I said. Hey, I man, said... you're women back. I said Roman Reigns... See, you're, you're ruining everything from here. I'm trying to get to the storyline. I said the woman that Roman Reigns brings out should dress like that, and he should be an asshole. He should say stuff like, I see your ladies looking at me. All you fat asses out there. I know your oh, girl's yeah. looking at me, and your girl wants me to make it rain. Welcome to Roman's. That, What's that? Is that your key to his success to being a face in the uh, no, no, WWE? No, no, no. This him as a bad guy, and oh, this exotic-looking okay. girl. Can you imagine? He's wearing suits, sunglasses. He's a real asshole. She's just rubbing his hair the whole time. Next to him, rubbing he's his hair in, in some like, you a, know, like, like a, a shot throne in the middle of the ring, like a throne or one of those. Uh, what are those things called? Uh, the uh, with it has like one one arm on it. A uh, Oh, a uh, uh, chaise lounge? Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. Something like that or a yeah. throne. He has one knee up, and she's just rubbing oh. her hands through his hair while he's yeah. talking shit, saying, all oh, you fat, you have to use the word fat and slob, all oh, you disgusting <laughs> people out there, oh, and you know your girl, and, and he's going to have an accent like that probably because he can't, he's not just going to talk normal. You know your girl looking at me, and you know I'm going to make it rain on her. He would be huge, right, Ryan? Hey, wait! You have to get to the, your 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 hook, your the main the, the thing. Oh That's yeah, what he calls his welcome name. to Roman's Empire. Yeah, it's Roman's it's Empire. Really He's like this rich, uh, like king type guy. Uh, good looking dude, suits, sunglasses, talk shit to the crowd, have this super hot chick just rubbing his hair. She's like just the hot chick in the ring. Sam's like, well, what's she going to do? How's she going to be on the mic? I'm like, well, she doesn't need to be on the mic. Now, this is an amazing idea. Yeah, also, also, I'm just so sick of the term hot chick. It, oh, okay. So I'm supposed to get actually hot chick, hot chick. So, I'm just sick of seeing that, those two words together. So the minute... Hot chick, hot chick. So the minute... The- what are you, Bonzi? <laughs> <laughs> so the minute I sent that, Sam's like, check. Sam compared Roman Reigns to this wrestler named Fandango, who's an absolute loser. And then Sam was talking shit until Ryan jumped in and agreed with everything I said and said, yes, this is a good idea. Then all of, uh, Sam's like, well, I guess I just don't see it. Now, how come he's not as mad when Ryan had the idea? Well, no, I still said I don't see it. I just don't want to fight with Ryan. I prefer to fight with you because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 That's what it is. Uh, I didn't, I didn't agree with Ryan. I just did. I, I don't feel the need to bicker with Ryan. 
Because Ryan, because what, what you really said, Abe, and Ryan can back me up on this, what you said was, if you don't know, I'm not going to explain it to you. Tell him, Ryan. That's what you said. Maybe, <laughs> maybe really, Ryan can, you really had maybe no Ryan idea. Ryan can explain it. Yeah. Yeah, you had no idea. Because I wanted to see Ryan tell you the exact same thing I said and have you agree with him. That's but what I didn't agree with. I, I do think there's always been a tendency, and, and I, I don't mind it. I, I actually think it works out quite well when, you know, Abe might get, you know, he might run into a wall trying to express something to Sam, maybe some resistance, and more often than not, he'll say, Ryan, tell him what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Almost like a, yeah, well, there's no doubt Ryan's a little bit more articulate than Abe. I mean, sometimes... It's like a translator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abe's like a caveman just trying to bash it into your skull. So instead, a, uh, I'm going to start walking around with a Stephen Hawking keyboard or whatever he uses, and I'm going to type <laughs> things right to Ryan's earpiece. <laughs> and Ryan's going to give all the information that I want to give to Sam, but it's going to be through Ryan. Sam won't well, even know like these are Hawking, my... That's a good, that's a good comparison, because listening to you is kind of like listening to Stephen Hawking trying to talk. Uh, Sam, no, 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 wait, 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 hang on, guys. Hang on, guys. Sam went way too far. He's being a real asshole right now. I don't like him talking about Stephen Hawking like this. I just He's hate that. Hawking. <laughs> it is a, interesting that Ryan speaks Abe so fluently. Oh, I'm very fluent, Abe. Yeah. Like you pick it, you pick it up before Abe finishes a thought and just goes, "Oh yeah, that's what I was trying to say." Yeah. <laughs> I know years of practice. It's um, yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, it, you know, they, like ASL Abe as a second language. I took courses at a community college. Ryan more is like Abonics. Today's no, but- <laughs> A word is cool. Notice five O's. Ignorant way to speak. Ryan's like, that's another word for copacetic. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but as they say, Ryan, great minds think alike. And Ryan and I think alike in many... Like, sometimes we'll text the exact same shit. And then Ryan will be like, jinx. And I'll be like, jinx. We don't say jinx. I'm joking. That's some no. douchey shit. But... We do sometimes text the exact same. That was a joke there, base. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a great joke. Yeah, but we we do text the same Hilarious. stuff. We we think we think on the same lines. Like for instance, today, I told Ryan when we were in that middle of the conversation with Sam, I'm like, watch, I'm going to say something ridiculous to make Sam go crazy. So when we were talking about Roman Reigns, I said you're something really like, "You're really ill, man. You are. You're ill that that, that, that you're, you're you're going to those extremes to." Try to fire me up. No, no, but I said, no, I said, I'm going to put this wrestler on my nutrition plan. And I'm like, three, two, Sam's like, ah! I want to point out that not only did he send that text, he actually followed it up with a countdown. It started at three, like a bunch of periods, two, one, bunch of periods, and then like right on cue, it's. You know, you feel back up in the thread with pure hatred. I said something like, oh, I'm going to get this restaurant on my nutrition plan. And then it took Sam 25 texts between me and Ryan going back and forth where he realized we were joking. Oh, ha, 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 you're taking this a little too far. Like, I mean, we say this all the time, Ryan, but Sam is the worst improv actor ever. He never, he can't catch on to something. Everything is fact. That's I, the I problem. Just, I just think you're ignorant. That's all I think. Eh? <laughs> joking or not, that's all, that, that's, that's. Pretty much my answer to everything you say is you're just ignorant. And and I think there is something to it. I think that if it were <laughs> Sam and, you know, um, uh, Fern and whoever else in the coffee house, I think, like, there's an understanding <laughs> that that they have where he can do that, but he comes into every proposition with you ready to throw down. Yeah, he's like and a bad so, yeah. And you know what that is? That is true, actually. And Abe, you know this. It depends on the person. If you ask most people, they wouldn't say that I'm an argumentative person. 
But no, they when I'm with with with, um, with your um, your kind of basic uh, uh, humanoid moron type like you, <laughs> it, 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 I, I can't control myself after after so much. I mean, you you preconditioned me to be that way. You preconditioned me to explode on a dime. That's it's yeah, not your fault. I think I think Sam already comes into every situation whenever he sees the name Abe on a text message. His blood goes to a gentle boil. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. just I, reading what reading whatever text it is just accelerates whatever's about to happen. Yep. I always picture him like taking a, a fighting stance too, like a mortal combat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he he reads the text and immediately puts his fist up. Like um and and Sam, I'll tell you, dude, your anger. So I tried to pile on to this text just to, to see, you know, if I could seal the deal and, and get you heated with Abe. Uh, <laughs> it's no match, dude. I, I couldn't even send a quick one-sentence text, one text. Your anger is a, a fast, lightning-fast beast. It is, when you get irritated, it's, it's like rapid yeah. fire. It's not really, it's more frustration, not anger. I mean, I, I'm not really... I'm more frustrated than mad. I mean, I think those are separate yeah. things. I, I just like sure, I, I yes, guess. yes. Let the hate consume you. In Abe, our relationship, I'm like a battered spouse. That's how I feel. I feel like I've been battered and bruised. Yeah, and you know, even a few weeks ago, I mentioned this. I mean, it's Sam. It goes away when you stop responding, and and yeah. evidenced by what Abe did. I mean, he just admitted to sending me a separate text, going, "Let's see what I can do to Sam." Like, it's, <laughs> no, no, but it was missing. it was it was after though we were already arguing, and I'm like, watch, this will right. make him really. No, I, underst- I understand. <laughs> the principle is the yeah. same. Is like Abe's Abe's intention is to see how riled he can get you, and like it's like um like a Three Stooges movie. Like every time you just right. fall for it, it's like. But <laughs> see, that's learned. Ryan. That's that that point right there. That that speaks to Abe's character. That his intention usually. Starting a conversation is to see how upset he can make me. No, no, that's <laughs> after. No, that's after the argument no, starts. No, no, that you you you've said before that a lot of times you just want to rile me. No, out. that's after Ryan. You can admit that that's after the fire's set. Then I'll pour gasoline on it just for fun. Yeah, right. The fire <laughs> the fire takes care of itself. You don't even need matches. Or <laughs> I don't start the, the fire. fire start. Yeah, yeah. No, Abe Abe does, and he admits pours a healthy dose of gasoline on it once it's going. Here, here, here's a good example. Sam would always yell at me that he would say, like, oh, you're mean to my wife, right? Before they were married. And now I just made a statement the other day. I said, I think I now like Rachel more than Sam. So you would think that he would take that as, like, a compliment. He's like, oh, really? What a piece of shit. Why would you like her? <laughs> I did not know what I said. Good. I said good. That's not what I you, 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 Again, you, you, were, you were saying that and you were texting. You weren't listening to my response. Oh. You were updating all your statuses. I said good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was joking. I was. Jo- but well, it doesn't matter. Joking. I. I but it doesn't matter. Joking or not, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I just don't. But she hey, is nicer to me than you are. Let's uh, let's shake hands here and, and move forward. We're, we're, I, I sense it going off the rails here. Well, well here. Well, well, I will say this, Sam. You and I are about to join forces because oh, as boy. as of the Super Bowl coin toss, that'll be the last time I ever gamble on a game. Yeah. Right. Hey, I, I, uh, and I'm moving. I, I looked this up. I looked this up the other day. Um, out of 46 Super Bowl coin tosses, do you know what the the breakdown is? 23-23. Yep. Is that right? Is that right? Wow. 
Yeah, but the last yeah. out of the last like six years, it's been heads five, tails once. Since two thousand seven, it's been heads six times and tails twice. There you go. See, and that's why I always say take heads. Yeah, but Abe, the law of averages—it's been forty-six years. It's been twenty-three, twenty-three. Yeah, the, the law of averages has maintained. Well, that's exactly why. Well, that's why I'm leaving this type of gambling. I'm joining a new type of gambling where Sam and I will team up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm joining Sam in the stock market. I'm not in the stock market. You have stocks. That I don't. I, that, that are pre-managed. So I'm now joining. I don't, I don't buy individual. Abe, Abe, you're not going to do good. Well, that dude's backfired. Abe, you've tried before and you failed miserably. I, Sam, no! you know, I, I'm, I'm serious. I want to help you. Why? Why do you think you're going to be successful in stocks, you, ladies you, and gentlemen? Sam and I will be joining forces in the <laughs> stock market. No, I won't be joining any forces with you. I just want to know why you think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm talking to my friend Joe, and I'm I'm looking for uh, stocks with high dividends. Are you reading off of a card? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sounded like you <laughs> No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a, this stock that has a 20% dividend. So that means every quarter. Let's say the stock well, is... what the stock is, just so we know what you're dealing with. I've, I honestly forgot the name. And nor would um, I give it right now, because then everyone would buy you're it. You're really passionate about the company. He, he told me about Believe me, he has a great portfolio, this friend of mine that I was talking to. And he said he was thinking about taking this risk. Because you get a 20% dividend. So that means that every quarter, you get 20% of your money. So if you just, if you last... That's what, not, no, that's not how it works. You don't get 20% of your money every quarter. Well, if it's a 20% dividend, yes, you do. This in particular is a 20... I know you have things that are like 2 or 3% dividends. This particular stock gives you a 20% dividend because it's an unstable stock. So if you could just ride it out for one year... You'll get all your money back, and then you have your original, uh, you know, your shares still in there. So you can either buy more shares or just pull your money out. So you could basically double your money in, in, in a little bit over a year. So why is the why is why why is all of Wall Street investing in it? Well, because it's not a stable stock. Okay, so what does that mean? That means you could also lose your ass. Well, just like yeah, anything I mean, else, it, just it, like yeah, and not, like yep. Go ahead, Ryan. No, what you're saying though, it sounds. I mean. If you're guaranteeing that you're going to get 20% every quarter, and it's not, that sounds pretty fucking stable. No, no, no. That's the dividend they're giving out, though. So they could drop the dividend, the stock could go down. So it shouldn't succeed, you'd be getting 20%, is what you're saying. If it succeeds, no, no, you get 20% regardless, but you might be getting 20% of a $1 stock if it drops, you know what I mean? Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, so at the quarter, let's say, okay, let's say I buy it for $20. And it stays $20. For each share, I would get $4. Yep. Now, I gotcha. each quarter. So in a year, on a $20 stock, I'll get $16. And then you wait one more quarter. So a year and then one quarter. So basically 15 months. If it stays stable at where it was, you would get all your money back. And you would still have your original investment. Yeah. I mean, I think it's perfect. I do. I think it's perfect for you. I think you could get. It's almost like fantasy football for business. Exactly. So I'm, that's I why I said I'm getting into Sam's game. Now. Yeah. And really, there's another key to it, and I think it kind of speaks to Abe's character. It's basically like anytime you make money in the stock market, you're basically benefiting off of someone else's accomplishment. Well, yeah, my friend. Yeah, my buddy. I'm going to get all his tips. No, and no, no. Someone, I mean, and and reason, someone else's toil. All the people who got fucked that's by what that I'm company. Well, the reason that the stock has gone up is because someone has done something impressive enough to make people buy it. Right. Yeah. Well, see, right? this this is a company 
that's a pharmaceutical company, and they're about to get a medical marijuana license. So that's why. That sounds like something that was on a paid advertisement. Oh wait, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is. I'm wait. wait, I'm confusing my two stocks. I want in. This is a different stock. That's a penny stock. That's that I'm also looking. Kevin Trudeau stock. Kevin Trudeau. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, it is disturbing that Abe is changing his whole life philosophy on a stock. That he, has, he knows nothing about. That he just confused. No, with no, 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 no. This is an energy company. The one I'm investing in. So Sam, we're, Sam, I'm, I'm anxious to see how this goes. I Sam, we're in it together. Anything? I'll tell you this. Let me tell no, you this. No, I'm not. I'm not in it. Sam, no. you and I are together now, gambling on no, the same nothing. game. I, I'm investing nothing. You already are. If you're in, I'm out. <laughs> Sam's gonna start betting on games. See, there I want you go. To do with this if you're in, I'm out. Sam's gonna start betting money on the Patriots and shit. But um. Yeah, that would be that would be funny. Wouldn't it, Ryan? If all of a sudden I took on like gambling, oh my Abe god, the stock market, and I move right to football. <laughs> and Sam yeah. wins actually, and I lose in the stock market. <laughs> Ryan, let me tell you about my history. In this, you might not know this, Ryan, but when I was a youngster at the age of twenty-five, I bought. Let me tell you the stocks I bought. Okay, and what happened? Now, I bought in. And I sold them. I might have made a, like a, a couple dollars, nothing, but because I was too thirsty and I didn't let my stock sit. Okay. The stocks I owned were Starbucks stock. You know how much money Starbucks is now, Ryan? I don't know what their stock is. It's like 80-something dollars. You know what I bought in for? $16, okay? So if I would have kept that Starbucks stock, I would have made 500% of my money. But anybody can Hang on, hang it. on, Sam. But, but, but I'm, telling you about my, I'm telling you about what I've done before. If we were talking about basketball, I said, okay, I schooled base, I schooled Sam a bunch of times, Danny yeah. Gaga couldn't touch me. I'm giving you what I did in the past. Now, you know, that's what I'm saying. But, right. you stop, but, no, but you're wrong. Again, I'm sorry, but you sold them all and made no profit, so you can't brag I know, about the but I'm telling you. Sam, I'm telling you. Sam, Sam. He, that's what he's saying. Yeah. He said he got too thirsty and he fucked it up. Yeah, and my the other one I bought, which pisses me off, I bought Visa stock for $30. It's worth like over $200 now. So I would have made so much fucking money off those, but I was thirsty and an idiot. Now, as a 33-year-old man, I was just a boy back then. Now I understand. <laughs> a young pup. <laughs> he was a young pup, undisciplined. Yeah, now I have the discipline to, to sit and collect my dividend checks. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have the discipline now. Come on, man. Who are you fooling? But, Sam, you, can't, you, you can't wait for a burger. How are you going to wait yeah, no, for your dividend? I guarantee your dividend. dividend payments are going to be linked straight to PayPal. I guarantee it. It's, <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you'll, be, you'll have that out. Oh, man. But I will say this about Abe. If it makes a penny more than he put in, he will let us all know about it at any <laughs> hour on the <laughs> You're right about yep. that. Abe, you should find, I feel like like hipsters should play the stock market. Since they always, you know, aren't, isn't their whole thing that they're like on the stuff before it's cool? Who, who is that? <laughs> like hipsters. Oh, hipsters. Like find a couple, yeah, find a couple hipsters yeah, to tell you what's, what's cool, about Cool, man. You, dude, you got to get into the Shamrock Oak Tea. Shamrock Oak Visa Tea. When it was, I bought Visa when it was underground. I did. I was, I bought, you know, I bought Visa when, when it was an IPO. Oh, wow. Yep. You know what else? I, I had a friend, um, you guys know, it's one of the, the guys in Medina Lake. He told me, this is probably uh, 10 or 12 years ago, we were at dinner and he told me, he said, I'm investing in something you may not have heard of, and I hadn't at the time, and it was coconut water. And that wow. it was before, like, it was before, he was like, I guarantee this is going to catch on, and I guess he bought, like, he bought into some coconut water company and made a nice little chunk of change on it. I mean, wow. 
I, I had never even heard of it. I mean, I knew coconuts had, like, milk inside, but I didn't eat. And then it exploded. I mean, it's everywhere. Here's the thing, guys. Sam, I really want to look at your portfolio and see if I can help you out. Oh, you're not going to be very I just don't fucking care anymore. Sam has, Sam, Sam has stable IRAs and stuff like that. I'm going to move it into these these high, like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, the bottom oh, line is, is if you're, whatever you're doing, I'm not doing. So if you're buying stocks, I'm going to go ahead and just buy bonds. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Well, tell me about the bonds. Maybe I'll get into that, too. But then I'm going to buy stocks. I mean, do you see the point? You see the point? If you, if you, if you want bonds, I'm buying stocks. Yeah, I'm and, and see, opposite. that's my point, is yeah. that you're always on the opposite end well, of what and I And do. that's, that's I so. what Sam said, I guess, is, is the, that's like the bottom line sort of catchphrase for how he approaches aid in life. If you're in, I'm out. Sam well, always has, goes, Sam I, mean, always I, mean, I guess if we're speaking about economics, I mean, Abe is the most um, um, <laughs> non-fundamental, um, undisciplined, <laughs> Especially broke person I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, so whatever he's doing um, in terms of finance is what everyone else should not do. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you have a show where you, you know you make everyone money by them just doing the opposite of what you say. Yeah. So, yeah, I do. I so do. I mean, if you're buying stocks now, I think this is the time for everyone to cash out their stocks. And they, they say that a, a tiger can't change its stripes, and I feel like if you do get into stocks, you're still going to bring over some of the gambling. Shadiness, like you told us, where you call this number and this guy would call you back from a payphone or something and like <laughs> tell you his pick. Like it'll still be something like a psychic who would tell you how to make your fortune, and I like you'll you'll find a way to dirty it up a little. Is there underground like stock tip guys that will like call, hey, give me fifty bucks and I'll give you this tip? Oh, Sam? Of course, yeah, they have all yeah, the, it's called the mafia, and all that shit. How do I get yeah, it on that? How do I get it on that? I don't know, I'll talk to you. Well, <laughs> isn't, I mean, that's, that's, isn't that more or less, like, I think Abe might be refer- referring to insider trading. Oh, is it insider so trading? There are, there are, like, you know how Abe has those hotlines where you call and they give you tips? There's, that's like, stock hotlines yeah. and stuff where you can get, like, supposed oh, stock, it'll be all over stock it. tips. Yeah, it's all over the place. And Abe will be all over those. That's what right. I'm talking about. Like, he, he won't change his methodology. No, just, and, and what they do is they just pray, they prey on idiots who, who are willing to pay money. <laughs> pay money to somebody who has no idea what the hell they're Let me put it out about. there for anyone listening to this podcast. If you have a tip that you want to give me, just send me as, as like an email or a direct message so that no one else could see it but me because you want to yeah, give... Trust, I mean, no offense to our listeners. I love our listeners. But why are you trusting... People's emails who maybe have no idea. Why don't you just read what the experts are saying? You know, I don't, you know, I don't read. Tip on Joe Blow at Hotmail dot com. Sam, we both know I don't read. Well, yeah. No, but you know, if, too much work. You no, are. no, but you're not just going to say, "Oh, take uh, Adamotic uh, uh, Berries stock." No, you need to say. Take this stock because, and here's the reasoning. Oh, well, you know, Barack Obama owns a piece of it, and as soon as he's out of the White House, he's going to start up a new farm for these berries. And we're pretty yeah. sure that he's going to make a lot of money because he already has a deal with the chick from Shark Tank. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I need facts. I already had, I'm already having a text conversation with our friend who you mentioned about the pick, and I'm asking him never to give you picks again. <laughs> Why? Just, it's dangerous giving you these picks. I'm actually opening up the uh, the account tonight. Oh, God. So, uh, put a little bit of change in there, and, and I, I might buy 4,000 shares of that penny stock just to get things going. Nobody with any self-respect buys penny stocks. 
Oh, we'll tell him that. Text him that right now. See, he doesn't right. have self-respect. Sam's like you a, said he wasn't buying a penny stock. You said he was buying an energy stock. Don't you guys think Sam would make a great battle rapper? Because I, I was watching uh, this this <laughs> YouTube. I think I didn't I send you that video, Sam. Uh, they were basically yeah. just talking about how they were going to kill each other. Like, <laughs> I'm going to rip your mama's tit off, and I'm going to like the one guy goes, "I'm going to rip off your mama's tit." Then I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, send your son out to the closest child molester. And everyone started going. It was like the most disgusting shit I've ever heard. Don't you think Sam could like thrive in that environment? Only if he's going against you at every battle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank yeah, well, you, Sam, if Sam battled like, against anybody, me. If it was anybody else, he'd be tamed. But the minute you got out there and just looked at him, it'd be on. <laughs> I'm like Tina. He's like Ike. I mean, that's, that's our life. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny to see Sam, like, you know, battle rapping against, like, Legit people who he doesn't have beef with, and he he like he sounds like William Hung from American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> and then Abe spits a verse, and Sam just like turns his hat backwards and and flows faster than yeah Eminem. You know, he just turns into like Twister. Sam's like, well, let's start out with your finances. You don't know shit about nothing. You fat as fuck. You eat like an asshole. No nutrition. Nutrition, my ass. I'll put my dick in your mouth, bitch. And everyone's going crazy. But but the the prior round when Sam went against Murdoch, he was like, uh (laughs) Yo yo, I got nothing. She bang, she bang. Sam's like, yo, yo, yo. Hey, let, let's move on to something a little bit more pleasant because Ryan made his return to social media this week with one of the greatest pictures I've ever seen of Ryan with Trent Reznor. And, and before we talk about that, Ryan, I've been on record as saying if like Paul Canerico was across the street signing autographs, I wouldn't even walk across yeah. the street. If like if Wiz Khalifa was at the Seven Eleven by my house, I wouldn't I wouldn't even walk in. Even if, if there was no line, I wouldn't walk in. Yeah. But Trent Reznor is one of the few people who I would like to get a picture with him. And Sam, I know you yeah. would too. That's your boy too. Yeah. You know, there's actually a, 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 I didn't tell you guys this. It was kind of a... a well, tell the backstory, Ryan, why you were story. out there first. Um, I was just out there on... No, but where you were, I mean. Where you were, you know. I was at the Golden Globes. I went to the Golden Globes uh, with my brother and his girlfriend, Ali Fedotowski, who works at E. She's a correspondent for E! News. And so they were covering the Golden Globes, and we, the three of us, went to the Golden Globes. Um, Which, and the Golden and Globes, by the way, is the night where Hollywood just sucks each other's dick the whole time. Yeah, George it's, Clooney's it's the like, greatest. Like, oh, the king's here. Yeah. It's less refined than the Oscars as everyone's getting fucked up and telling each other they're awesome. And it, I mean, I'll be honest, it was pretty cool to see a lot of it, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 you see a lot of people who you normally would never get to see. Yeah, so, so um, you're with Trent, where were you at with Trent Reznor? Like, were you at a party or something we were in the lobby like in during commercial breaks everyone would go out to the lobby you know um and it was that was literally right outside the theater where i took that picture with trent but wait, wait hold on were you like was there like a crowd that you were sitting with or were you like in one of those tables with other actors and stuff we were in the back i mean they put like a handful of like no jobbers in the back i mean like <laughs> like the, the, it was basically like a, a three-tiered uh set up in there and like all the actors up front and then you have like it's like the like super Ryan, Ryan isn't it like when Prince is performing at the Super Bowl and then as soon as he starts playing Purple Rain like 75 extras run up and they start jumping up and down like that's who they yeah, put in the back I, I, I wasn't like a <laughs> killer I mean we just happened to 
there was an E table and we just happened to be at the E table. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, but here's, here's the weird part, the funny thing, and, and I really didn't even regret it until the next day. We were waiting for a, an assist, like the, the woman at E who had our tickets. We were waiting outside for her to come get us outside of the Beverly Hilton. We were standing under this blue awning, and Kevin looked over my shoulder. My brother is Kevin. And he said, don't turn around right now, but I think Brian Cranston is standing right behind you. And sure enough, it was fucking Brian Cranston. He was all by himself, uh, no security. He was leaning against this guardrail, like making small talk with people walking by. And Kevin and I both, for some reason, I don't know why, we both said, should we talk to him? Should we just go say, hey, should we take a picture, whatever? And for some reason, both of us said, nah, let's not do it. Oh, man! I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, probably because when you first thought of it, you thought, like, maybe they don't do that at that award show. It's like, you're supposed to be with your peers or whatever. Yes. Yes. And we hadn't been in yet, and I didn't understand the vibe quite yet. So I didn't want to be, like, super thirsty out front, being like, ah, (laughs) 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 Um, So that's what it was. Eisenberg! Eisenberg! <laughs> you, you know I would. You know I would have. You yeah, know I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Eisenberg. Ryan, that would be the ultimate fuck up. Like if you didn't even call him Brian, you're like Eisenberg, <laughs> right here, brother. Yeah. Hey, Walt, Walt. Yeah, you got some of that blue. Have you ever uh, fucked up like that, Ryan? Like I remember Green Day were in studio for American Idiot, and I, my little brother was a Green. I, I was only like I don't know. He was 15 or something, so I must have been like uh, I don't know, like 23 or something, and. Um, Green Day came in studio. I called my little brother. I'm like, Mike, get down here. Green Day are here. And he didn't make it in time when they were and leaving. That was when you, were pretty, you were new to being around celebrities at that time. Yeah, and I, this is I right. I was with this you, is, Abe. Uh, yeah, I was, I was with you. Well, this is, I really fucked up, though, because I, I'm like, Mike, they're about to leave. I'm like, hang on one second. And they're about to go into the elevator. I'm like, hey, yeah. Billy, talk to my brother. And I give him the phone. Yeah. He's like, hello? And then my brother's like, <clears throat> hello? And he's like, what's up, dude? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> what's up dude and he's like all right later man and like th- even the record guy told me he's like hey man you know you're not supposed to do that right so yeah that was embarrassing like I-, I can't believe i did that like I-, I hand a phone to a guy who just performed in our studio yeah right and, and i i gave it to him while the elevator door was closing so that's one yeah. of my worst moments around a celebrity so that's maybe that's part of why now <laughs> i'm the opposite i don't even like if there's a celebrity in the studio i'm like oh okay like I- i'll never get an autograph Maybe a picture right. if it's someone that actually like, but but so go ahead. So Brian Cranston was out there. You didn't yeah, want to I yell mean, Eisenberg. I, and I think meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm getting these guys to autograph my shoes. They yeah. call my wife. I, I, I'm the exact opposite. Face is like right. write down my name, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's anyone though, and Kevin and I talked about this when we got inside, like anyone who, even if we didn't take a picture, I I would want to just say thank you to Brian Cranston. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, I mean, uh, really, if there's anyone in in entertainment who gave me just so much like enjoyment, you know, and just to say yeah. hey, thank you for for that, it would be Brian Cranston. And I I don't know that. I'll, and when I tell you guys, he was all alone. He was like talking to, like Mexican, like uh, you know, like like this group of like Mexican landscapers walked by and were talking. Like he was basically begging people to talk to him. Yeah. And anyway. <laughs> 
um, maybe so, because you respect him so much, you, that, that made you nervous. Because, you know, you've been around a lot of celebrities, all you guys have, yeah. and you usually don't get nervous. Well, I was at a no, restaurant, and Brian Urlacher was sitting right next to me. I was with my little brother, actually, and I'm like, nah, let's not go up to him. And this is when he was good still, you know? I'm like, nah, I don't want to bother him here. So, But we went in. Here, here's the rest of the story. We went in, and, like, just mingling out in this place. Like, um, Paul Rudd was out there. We didn't approach him. Jennifer Aniston was, like, hanging out with everyone taking pictures. John Voight was taking selfies with anyone who had a camera. Kate Beckinsale was, like, hanging all over people. And we didn't approach anyone. And we looked over, and angry fucking Trent Reznor is surrounded by, like, four people, none of them smiling, just like the the most unapproachable group. And Kevin and I, for some reason, looked at each other, and we were like, should we do it? Yeah. Like, out of everyone, <laughs> we, we, for some reason, chose the path of most resistance and, and approached Trent Reznor. Uh, and it, I mean, he was cool, and we talked to him for a little bit. Well, but, how, how do you approach uh, Trent Reznor? So he's with three like people, right? Ugh. Like they, they're like that. Ugh. Yeah, kind. I think one of them, one may have been his wife. Uh, one might have been Atticus Ross, that dude he does music with. Oh, okay. Um, I I don't know. So Kevin actually was standing close to him, and he was the first one to turn around and go talk to him. And I'm not sure. I I was trailing, so I didn't know exactly what he said to break the ice, but uh, we both just, you know, shook his hand and said we're big fans and uh, asked if we could get a picture. And then he said something like, I think you guys are the only ones here who recognize me tonight. This isn't my kind of event. Oh, nice. um, So I think part of the reason that he may have, well, he's always looked a little grumpy, but I think he, that's not his, you know, that's not his theme per se, like movies and TV. And he was there because he did so the soundtrack I, for what? What's it called? The Bowed a Girl or something? Or Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Uh, Gone Girl. Yeah. Gone Girl. That's right. Yep. Yep. Um, but it was pleasant. I mean, it was brief, but but pleasant. And I don't know. I feel like he's elusive and sort of, you don't really see pictures of Trent a whole lot, like, w- with people. And that's why it's cool. Us, be like I taking think. a picture. I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but if, like, David Bowie was somewhere, like, I'd want to get a picture with right. him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think that's why we probably ultimately decided to approach him is because we're like we'll never have a chance to take a picture with Trent Reznor. Yeah, it's not like David Draymond so, from Disturbed, where you just see some yeah, random scumbag like, put, put a yeah. picture. Yeah, man, like, I was at Home Depot a, and I saw David Draymond. <laughs> yeah, like basically <laughs> just standing outside of Bed Bath and Beyond waiting for people to notice him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me and, me and David Draymond were both waiting in line at Comcast to return our equipment, and I got this picture. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I remember I was at a Disturbed concert, and there, there's a, a local guy here named Jim DeRogatis who was like the rock critic, and I remember he wrote something about like Disturbed's own. Oh, like, Abe, I was just talking about this with someone last week. About, really? I know what you're going to say. Yeah, about when he sat down and read the article. Yeah, he's like, this Disturbed is the West band I've ever seen and they couldn't write a good song if God gave it. So he's reading this. He read like so a three- read this at a concert? Is that what you're saying? He read like a three-page scathing review and then after reading he's like, I want you to look around. He says heavy metal's fucking dead! Do you think it's dead? And they're like, no man, fuck him! He's like, let me hear your voices and scream! And then he plays a song. But what I was thinking about, Ryan, is that or, like, we went to a Limp Biscuit, or not, we didn't I, go to a Limp Biscuit. We I, went to a Metallica concert where Limp Biscuit opened, and he had a feud with Mancow, who was a DJ here, and he put up on the big screen, fuck Mancow. 
and disturbed yeah. we're talking about Jimmy Rodriguez. <laughs> Do you ever notice that nothing matters anymore like that? Like, there's no more rock writers. There's no radio DJs that matter. There's no one that would make an impact like that on these bands. Like, there's no one... Like, Ryan, you wrote an article about Metallica's shittiest garbage album, Some Kind of Monster, yeah. and this mouth-breathing PD that we had. Uh, and this is with Man Cow again. You, you, were, you were going with Man Cow to interview Metallica, and you wrote a scathing review about a garbage CD on the website that they wanted you, they wanted you to review new albums. You reviewed the yeah. album. You talk shit about it because that and CD they, they fucking never, sucks. By the way, they never, they never, there was never a conversation about don't, don't be. You know, they, they never said, uh, "Hey, pull punches here, hold back if you don't like something." Like, yeah, it was never. If you don't, you know, there was never an understanding that I shouldn't uh, be honest. So Ryan and Mankow were going to interview Metallica. And Metallica read this review online. They called this scumbag PD, this mouth breather that we used to have. And, and he goes, Ryan, you can't, they read your fucking review. And he went all nuts. And then he, he, he emails Metallica back and he goes, don't worry. I, I straightened it all out. And don't even worry about Ryan. He'll just be man cow's equipment schlep. Like, <laughs> that like, was said, wow. Like what a way to sell out your guy. Right. They weren't going to even let me go. Like, that was the thing. He, he pulled me originally from it. He's like, they don't want you. You know, and <laughs> like, he definitely went to bat for me, for sure. Did you attend the interview? I think ultimately I did, but under the pretense that I was just a schlep. Yeah, the equipment. Like, in other words, so, he was so, like the engineer. And it was, he was supposed to do the interview with Mankow, but instead yeah. he was, quote, Mankow's equipment schlep. And that's not a, he's not making that word up. That was like the exact wording he used <laughs> to, to put me in my place in front of Metallica. And you were and then he tag he tagged you on the email because you showed me the email that he wrote to Metallica yeah. that said like Yeah, I was on the whole email. <laughs> yeah, he wrote that with Ryan. Like what kind of what kind of a leader is that? And I was thinking about the tape. Yeah. There's one rock station in this whole country called KISW. Maybe there's a few other ones. NCL, it's an awesome rock station. And I was just thinking about all that kind of stuff. Like, the Jim Day Regattas, I don't know why I thought about Jim Day Regattas, but he made such an impact with his reviews that Disturbed would read that review on stage. And and the way things are now, there's no one local doing anything. Like, is there is there a rock critic in any of the local papers? Or is there... No, a- I mean, there, there, are, there are music critics in the papers, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said before, none of them have the have an impact anymore like Dave Regattas had. Or, yeah, but it's still Greg Cott, but I don't think he's as inflammatory as Dave Regattas was. No. Yeah, but I mean, Darren Goddard used to be he used to be one of the few people that did it. Now there's like a million bloggers and websites that do this. Well, that's, that's my that's point. That's, 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 that's the point. Incredible. That's right. the point is that there's no longer. Like I wish it was Not back. To, I wish it was kind of back to those days where things like that because like a review used to be like cool and used to matter. Now it doesn't. Well, the, the reviews still do matter, but I mean, it's just not the kind of music you listen to anymore. I mean, there's still. You know, strong critics out there for you know rock and indie. But you know what I'm saying, though, Sam. Like, there's not a local. There's not that. Like, you're, Jim saying, Day- you're saying like a low. You're saying on the local level, yeah. Not. Yeah, not, that's not what a- I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Because yeah. like Robert Feeder was the radio guy here, and now the only people now who read Robert Feeder are radio dorks who are like in radio. Like before, and they, like and Feeder emails him his like blog entry for the day. It's not you know it's it's not like you went to get the paper to read Feeder. Yeah, because I remember like I was in Feeder once, and it was crazy. Yeah. Like it was in the Sun Times, yeah. and yeah. it would be like, oh, we were cap- all in Feeder. 
Well, no, no, yeah, no. I, I, I mean, back when it mattered, like when I moved to Miami. Oh, the paper, yeah. Yeah, he put in this sometimes. Like, oh, Abe Cannon I, from Q101 has got a job at Big 1059 Miami. All these people were calling me. They're like, I saw you in feeder, yeah. man. I, I think it says a lot about any any artist or personality who comes out and attacks a critic like that. I mean, first of all, disturbed. You know, if they're preaching to their fans, I guarantee you, before they did that. 98% of the fans never heard of a Jim Day Regattas. But after that, they're like, who's this Jim Day Regattas guy? And they went back and read it. I mean, it really just makes you look stupid. It's like what Kim Jong-un did with the interview. Exactly. All he did is make people want to see it. So, right, and this is a lot like Kim, Kim Jong-un. That's right. But, I mean, <laughs> Abe, one, one thing, I'm serious. To your point, Abe, about theater, I, I clipped and had it framed for some period of time the first time I was ever in theater. And like, then recently, that, was, recently you just punched it and broke it and threw it off your wall. You're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where it is now, but but to your point, though, about it being a big deal, like, that was, that was like a, a, a landmark in a career for, like, a young broadcaster. Yeah, and even you even know, going it, back it, going back to like local DJs like Mancow pissed Limp Biscuit off so much that they had during a concert with a hundred thousand people they had a huge like banner like a huge uh, like video screen that said "fuck Mancow." Like you just don't get yeah. like I don't hear any buzz about anything, and that kind of well, sucks. No feuds anymore. There's no feuds. There's no honestly. The only feuds are like in hip hop, and those aren't exciting. Yeah, you know, like that. There's no no one's fired up anymore. It's That's because everything, everything right now is commercialized. Everything is like, every, every beef is marketed. Like, okay, now you're going to fight with Nicki Minaj because we want right. to sell her album. Yes. You know what it is? You look at any of the artists having beefs, or, you know, you look at, like, the, the people attacking the critics, the Limp Bizkits of the world, the Disturbs. Any artist that's content in their abilities and, and it really believes that they're making something good wouldn't give a shit what one critic says. And you know yeah. what? Listen, I, I, and I was going to bring this up when Abe first brought this up. I ended up, I, for some, oh, because of their manager, Disturbs manager, TJ. I, I, he became a friend of mine, and I was at his wedding. He invited me to a party at Dan Donegan's house. Dan was talking, I talked to Dan about that night when Dave read that article on stage, and he said, I don't remember them doing this, but he said, he's like, I don't know if you remember this, but we all walked off stage when he started reading. Oh, he really? Said, <laughs> the band took it upon themselves to leave, <laughs> leave the stage because they thought it was such bullshit. <laughs> would pull out a newspaper during a concert because he literally, he literally read he literally read the whole thing and it's funny you say yeah. that ryan because um i saw that dude fuzz i think you were with me actually and he said the same oh, thing he's like fuck. that was a horrible night too that dude was thirsty yeah he was like hey what's up guys and he's like you gonna come to the next bar with me but so yeah where are we going he told yeah. he told ryan and i that anytime dave would go into one of his rants they would walk off stage too. And then they'd only come back yeah. out. Like he would do some kind of, like when he was wrapping it up, they'd come back out and they'd just start playing his song. Yeah. I heard that the pancakes of the Waffle House are made in Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala! <laughs> and the maple syrup isn't even real maple syrup. <laughs> this song's called Prayer. Imagine doing that, being with a guy like that every night. I mean, I can't blame him for walking yeah. up. Like, if that was your, like, leader every night, and he would just, <laughs> just like, pull a curveball and start ranting about Guatemalan pancakes. I mean, <laughs> fuck. I, I, it's, a, it's, amazing Raymond, that, it's amazing that band is still around today. I don't know. I don't know why. They find Raymond somewhere because he comes off like a total poser. He doesn't have that. You know, especially in metal, you yeah. kind of have to have that like he, rock and roll he was a nurse. ability. 
he was a nurse. <laughs> there you there you go. He was a nurse. Is that right? I swear to God. Yeah, he was a nurse at like a uh, like an old folks home, right, or something. Wow. And how did he end up like, being uh, the lead singer of Disturbed? How did that happen? I don't know. He started like wearing leather pants and showing up at this bar called Champs on the <laughs> south side of Chicago and like doing that noise he made and I guess they got in the <laughs> And so somewhere along the line they thought it would be a good idea to, to make music together. It is fucked up. And, you know, we were just talking about So that. he really was down with the sickness. He was, yeah. That's where that song came from. It was about when he was changing a colostomy bag. And is, um, he, is he a nurse yet? <laughs> That's where the town came from. <laughs> that, yeah, guy, that, guy fu- that guy fucked. Yeah. Oh, no, that guy fucked. Oh, that guy fucked. Well, I mean, honestly, you know, are they, are they, are they a lot of 90s. So are they still a band? Or? No, no he's actually in a new the, band called The Vice. But here's the last thing I'll tell you. And, and again, it almost comes full circle. You say, like, there's nothing raw like that anymore. TJ, their manager, maybe I shouldn't say this, told me. Uh, we were at some other wedding together, and he told me the plan before Disturbia went on hiatus, before they quote-unquote broke up, he, like, laid out the plan that the band had. Like, they, it's a calculated plan to go, to break up, oh, and then I think maybe next year, or next year, <clears throat> year from now, they're going to reunite, you know, reform. It's similar to, like, what Fallout uh, did. I was I mean, they were done. It's all... So they can have the miraculous comeback album that everybody must buy and hear. Right, but it's but it's planned out to a T. You know what I'm saying? Like the trajectory of, of what they're gonna right. do is already planned. Sure. Well that is so true, Ryan, because Fallout Boy, no one gave a shit about them and then they broke up and now they're back to headlining big plays. And Pete Wentz was on Howard Stern this morning. I mean, they're back. You know what I mean? They're they're touring with Marilyn Manson now. Yeah. Is Marilyn Wait, Manson still touring? Wait, they're touring with Marilyn Manson Fallout Boy? That's what I heard, yeah. I hope, I hope he's opening because that, they're touring. Well, I thought Fall Boy were back in a big way. Touring with Manson is What's not that, Ryan? Back no, they're, they're, doing, <laughs> they're doing amphitheaters with Wiz Khalifa this summer. Oh, Fall Out Boy? They're, they're opening for like Wiz Khalifa? Fall, no, they'll headline and Wiz will open. Yeah, Fall Out Boy, they have like, they've had like uh, a couple, a string of like number one rock singles. I mean, yeah, and, and their whole thing with Manson like, would be a downgrade. Their whole tour is like, First Midwest Bank Amphitheater style venues. I mean, like right. like twenty five thousand seat places. Yeah. So it's not like they're doing a tour uh, like at you know Joe's on Weed Street. I never liked that though. How Pete Wentz always has to talk. Like he's not the singer. The sing the only the singer should talk. Yeah, he I, I agree with that. No, I, I mean it's okay he, if he, like Flea wants to talk for a few minutes you do. or slash. But don't you think that? If like uh, what uh, what's his name Stump Pete St- what's the singer's name Pat Pat Stump Patrick Patrick, Patrick Stump. Stump yeah like he never used to get to talk at all and I notice now he's finally come out of his shell a little bit because yeah but how do you know that he didn't want to talk I mean why is it okay for he, he we didn't want to talk fat. he was embarrassed about being fat and he never really? liked talking he never liked being there you go on That's camera the reason and and he was there I mean he writes all the lyrics writes I mean he was like the primary writer so I think if you're gonna talk about the meaning of the music, you probably want to talk to the person who wrote it. That's maybe. true, but it always just seemed weird, like the guy with the bass guitar. Yeah, man, so this one's called, uh, uh, Chicken, we're going on. down swinging. Hold, hold, hold on, let's, let's also look at this from a marketing standpoint. If you had Pat Thumb, who back in the day looked like a step above a troll, <laughs> you know, just like, 
Like he, I, he was just like this round dude with hair in his face and big thick glasses and a hat. I mean, he was not a very attractive looking. Yeah. No. He's gotten in shape now. And then you know you have Pete, who's like dating famous chicks and you know fairly attractive guy. From a marketing standpoint, who are you going to put out? Like who's the face? Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? I mean, you have Rocky Dennis or like Rob Lowe. Are Fall Out Boy one of those bands that, like, do they do the whole, like, like you know, Paul Stanley, like, I got, I went to the doctor, and he gave me a gun, and I pulled that trigger. It was a love gun. Like, they, they lead into the song by a story, and then the last part of the story is the name of the song. Are they are Fall Out Boy one of those bands? Not to my knowledge. I don't think I've seen them do that. Because I, mean, I, I feel like that's a dying art. Because I, I saw, like, Disturbed did that all the time. He's like, and now... We pray, and then they play prayer or something like that. Like, right. And and then and I look and I see ten thousand fists, and they play the song ten thousand yeah. fists. But kiss every right. song. Tell a story and casually lead into. I, I I know exactly what you're saying. Like, so I hear sobbing. I hear sobbing in the background. They can't hear us out there. They can't hear us out there. You know why? Why? We haven't raised our voices. Ah, I saw. <laughs> but Paul yeah. Stanley be like, someone got a, ma- a match out there. Someone got a match? Because you better start a fire, because we call in the firehouse! Oh, my God. Like, it's ridiculous. That's terrible. So you call it a dying art, I'd say good No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I I was watching. What was I watching? I was watching. Oh, it's an Aerosmith concert. I was watching an Aerosmith concert, and Steven Tyler did that before every song. And I realized, (laughs) I was realizing how stupid that was. Like, why, why would you? So everybody, so uh, as you know that I, I like living, uh, you know, not a little, uh, I'm on the streets, but I like living on the edge. <laughs> so when yeah, I go outside the, the window. Time, by the second time you start hearing that, like by the second song they do that for, you just start tuning out when they start talking. Yeah. Because you know, like at first you think, oh, he's telling a story. This must be a neat treat for us here in Cincinnati. <laughs> we're getting a, we're getting a, a rare... Treat. We're getting a rare Steven Tyler story. Let's listen up. Let's see what he's got to say. And it's like the same. I mean, it's the same scripted spiel he gave in every city. But Kiss are the Kiss are the worst at that shit. Like every song, I know that we ain't. I know that we in Chicago. But to me, this is Detroit Rock City. That's what he said. He said that at least ten times. I've seen Kiss. Now I know we in Chicago, but it sure feels like. Detroit Rock City. Oh, God. I promise you for Kiss, all those, all that commentary is, is on the teleprompter every single, every single. <laughs> they write in probably like one unique sentence for each city. He's like, I see a lot yeah. of ladies out there. I was there. walking around the Sears Tower and everyone goes crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I took two laps around the Sears Tower and I saw this yeah. girl with these hips. You know what I want to do? Lick it up. <laughs> but Sam's right. It's the same script, and they just they they leave. It's like a Mad Lib. They leave like three holes for like yeah. something local every night. Like oh, I gotta mention Ron uh, Ron Santo and Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're yeah. LeBron so James. We are driving on Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> yeah. It's so good to be in Cleveland because I could see the. LeBron James statue. Each, each city is different. It's so good to oh, be in I LA. Know that statue, that's awesome. 
so I could see the Magic Johnson Memorial. Memorial. They just changed yeah, one line. Excited. Is there something I don't know about Magic Johnson? <laughs> oh, sorry. They already put a memorial before he died. They should. He should. They probably did it in 91, and he's still alive. How's that yeah, possible? Yeah, what are we going to do with this memorial? You know, they honestly. Let's leave it up. Back in 90. <laughs> you know, back in 91, though, when we knew nothing about HIV or AIDS, I guarantee they were already starting the arrangements for his funeral in 91 when he made that announcement. I bet you. You know how, like, when, like, I get, like, a lot of news stations will have, um, they'll go through a couple times a year and do, like, these pre recorded death notices. Like, I guarantee they have, you know, they have one for Betty White ready to go. That was they our idea, right, for, Ryan? Wasn't that our idea, or your idea, that we would pre-record, like, messages or Yeah, like, one day I wanted to, <laughs> it was a stupid idea. Like, where one day Abe and I held up a newspaper, and we, we recorded, like, hundreds of these predictions, and we held up, like, we valid proof of what day it was. And we said, in this year, Betty White will die, you know, Betty White will die, or Whatever, and then start releasing these videos when people die and being like the next big predictor. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you but said we would keep the videos idea. on on private and then make them public when the person dies. Yeah, we, we would we would post them all like at the beginning of the year and then, but keep them private. And then when they die, just make it public. And so they'd be like, "Oh wow, this was posted January first, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, they predicted Betty White's death. Little did they know, we did thousands of them." <laughs> I mean, we just we just ran through a list of celebrities, and and someone would be sure to die. You know, like you, it's yeah, definitely someone's going to die. Um, but yeah, they they, they, they all die at some point. The pre-recorded death rolls for people, like they have one. I guarantee they have one for George Bush, not like W, but his dad. You know, like notable people who are probably have one foot in the glue factory. Clint Eastwood. Yes, of course. I don't even know where I was going with that. We no, no, back, no back to Magic Johnson. I guarantee there is oh, a video that was made in 92. That. In 1992, there yeah. was a video made with Magic Johnson like as he was going to die. Like All they had to do was put yeah. in the last five minutes of film where they're showing yeah. like the procession at his... at his, uh, at his Exactly, uh, procession. Yeah. And the, uh, the classic headline of a newspaper saying Magic Johnson dies. Yeah, they're like, right. oh, we need to put that in here. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, what... what what do you think, though? How fast does AIDS kill you? I don't know, like a week, maybe? I, yeah, we should get one ready. Let's get this thing ready. Let's get this ready to rock and roll. <laughs> and you know whenever a celebrity, like, is in the hospital, they immediately start working on that shit. Because, like... Oh, like when, when Joan Rivers got, got sick? Oh, that, know, that was ready to go. Doing, yeah. I mean, it took her, like, a week and a half to die, I think, but they were... You know that, like, the minute there was news that she, she, might, she wasn't breathing... That was the first priority for a lot of people. There is, there is somebody there is somebody in every newsroom right now with their hands on the button of send the minute Muhammad Ali kicks the bucket. Make sure like to right get, now. Make sure to get yeah, that's a good one, base. You know they rave Will Smith on that right one. now. There every every newsroom just is waiting for the mouse to hit the send button and that's it. But you know yeah. they don't tell Will Smith that they're making this for his yeah. death video. It's just like, Hey Will Smith, do you want to talk about <laughs> Muhammad Ali for a few minutes? Yeah, yeah, man. Talks about Muhammad Ali. <laughs> but, but, tell, but, but, but Will, tell me how much you loved Muhammad Ali, please. And Mike refer Tyson. to him in the past tense. Don't, don't worry about it. Just refer to him in the past yeah. tense. Yeah. 
Make sure you, yeah, say was, like, it's you as a kid. Tell me what, you know, like, his influence on you as a kid. Oh, well, he was a big influence on me. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We don't want 42-year-old Will Smith. We want 13-year-old Will Smith. Now, tell me about Muhammad Ali yeah. when you were 13. Oh, I remember him when he was. He was the best. He was this. He was the best fighter. And scene. Wait, I didn't even get the finish. That's good. We're good. We're good. Get Mike We're good. Tyson. And they just lied to Mike Tyson. Oh, Muhammad Ali just died. Tell me what you think. Again? Okay. <laughs> what if they did that? What if they lied to celebrities and told them these people died just to get the stock footage? And then afterwards they told them, oh, I was just joking. <laughs> they pretend to check email and they're like, oh, that was a misreported. You know, but oh, it's a miracle. Oh, he but, didn't fact check it. He's still. Alive. Oh no, he didn't die. He's just dying to to the fight again. I'm sorry, I totally misread that headline. But they break. <laughs> so 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 you set up an interview with Mike Tyson. We're like, oh, we want to bring you to talk about Muhammad Ali. And what are the odds of right when he walks in? They're like, oh, I'm sorry to tell you, Mr. Tyson, but Muhammad just passed away. So, uh, but we would like we'd like to use this footage for his death video or his uh, you know tribute video. <laughs> and then afterwards, they're like, uh, uh, oh, you know what? Um, it, it tur- turns out that, like you said, right, we got misinformation yeah. or, uh, yeah. oh, he's just, oh, oh, he's not dead. Oh, okay. oh he's actually here. Bring him in. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a miracle. Well, the, good news is, the good news is it's not all for now. We'll use this eventually when he dies. So don't think this is all a waste of your time. But wouldn't you be happy? Like, if someone brought me, like, let's say, some, let's say, Ryan, you wanted to do a thing on Sam and you told me he died, right? And then you told right. me afterwards that he was alive. I'd be so overjoyed that he was alive. I probably wouldn't punch you in the face for at least a week. Yeah. <laughs> at least a week. Until you know what I mean? in how yeah. fucked up it was. Until I thought about how fucked yeah. up what you did to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle, Abe. Sam is alive. Look. And he's in the next room. And then a week later. Uh, that was pretty fucked up. When something happens, like, this is an example, it might be a city example, but, like, my brother ordered gift certificates for my parents to their favorite restaurant and had them sent to my house for Christmas, and I didn't see them. They, were, they had arrived, but I didn't, I didn't get the mail that day, and I didn't see them, and I told him they hadn't gotten here yet. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? He was all disappointed, and I found them. It was more rewarding that they were here because I told him they weren't. Does that make sense? It's exactly. If, yes, exactly. That's exactly, yep. It, it's the same... As if Abe found thought Sam was dead, and then I said he wasn't, he would be so happy that Sam was alive. Yeah. So much happier that Sam was alive because he just thought he was dead. Right. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah, like your fuck up, like your fuck up telling Kevin at first that you right. didn't oh. have him when you really did have him. Right. He yeah, doesn't even care like about that. Ten times more exciting that they were here. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You guys, um, you guys hear bass died. Oh, wait, yeah, there he is. Oh, yes. It's a miracle. Face is alive. <laughs> no, he didn't die. He's dieting. Oh, dieting. Celebrities recording footage. What do you guys think about those uh, sort of like PSA commercials they're airing about stopping domestic violence? Oh, where they're just like crying oh, into terrible. the camera? Where she's like... Where no one, where no one says anything. That there's no way like they, that every celebrity has that reaction when they're about to start recording. That's totally that's set what, up. That's what... That's where I'm at. I, I, I am, the first time I saw it, I thought, oh, wow, you know, they must have caught some people on, like, emotional moments with this stuff. And then 
I've seen like seven different ones now. One of them is just Hillary Swank. Yeah, that's one. Another I saw. one was uh, another one was um, Christopher Maloney from Law and Order. Like they're getting recognizable celebrities now to basically just stare at a camera and fake cry for fifteen seconds. But do you think they're like showing them like a picture of like a chopped up kid or something? Like, are they showing them something really fucked up and then they get? No, they're, just, they're just really good. They're just really good actors. Hey, cry on demand. Perfect. Are the celebrities in these commercials, are they celebrities who've actually been They have to have been abused, abused? yeah. I'm sure. Something like that. Like, okay. someone that they they must love was abused. Like, something... Yeah. If these are real, and I don't know that they are... But, Ryan, that being said... It has to be... No, that being said... There's no way they would all have the exact same reaction where right when they say, okay, tell us about domestic violence or whatever, and they all start tearing up and they can't get a word Yeah, out. but I mean, it, you know what it is? It is acting. I mean, it's no doubt about it. But I mean, it, it, to me, I mean, I know you're going to say I'm disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing, but at least it's the power of celebrity being put to good use. You know, instead of, yeah, instead of I, I, it's doing no, some it's products, message. I mean, it is a, it is a it, good it is. cause it's a good to message. raise awareness. But- and the point is that we talk about it, so they want us to talk about how weird it is. That's why. That's what it is. They want, they want people to start talking about domestic violence. So here we are talking about these great actors faking the cry. Right, but are you really talking about domestic violence? Are we? <laughs> yeah. We've not talked about that <laughs> once yet. We just say one word about domestic violence, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm. I'm like my thought process is thinking about how that goes. Like, all right, Hillary Swank. Academy Award-winning actress is going to come in today. She's going to, you know, she's already agreed to it. She knows what she's doing. She's got a couple things planned. And, like, a seasoned pro steps in front of a camera and says, all right, whenever you're ready, Hillary. And she, she needs Action. a minute, just like, like the other 50 people have also forgotten how to talk when the camera... I, it just seems fake and forced. I, I don't know. Yeah. They, they were all acting like, uh, like Dimebag Daryl's wife when they interviewed her on Behind the Music, like... <laughs> Oh, tell me about Dimebag Daryl. Now, I could see why you'd break. Like, she couldn't even, like, talk. She's like, give me a minute. Now, I understand that, but there's no way that 10 actors would all come in. And all professional actors. And the minute you say, Ready oh, tell me. Go, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, like, tell, they're, they're there for a reason. Tell me your past with domestic violence or what happened to you. <gasps> Okay, I'm ready. Like, there's no way they'd all... Maybe some would, and, and they'd have different forms of that reaction, but they're all having the exact same reaction. There's no yeah. way that's possible. Right. That's where I'm at. And in that regard, I think it feels a little sleazy. It's like yeah. you're taking something, this domestic violence thing, and you're kind of, like, hamming it up in a way. I don't know. It just it doesn't feel real. I'm just sick of celebrities. Yeah. They're just getting dumb. Like... Like, look at Bruce Jenner. Like, everyone wants to, like, everyone wants him to kill himself. I like how like, he's the next one you bring up. No, but honestly, like, ev- all people do is, <laughs> like, like in Touch hey, Magazine. Bruce Jenner. No, but honestly, like, in Touch Magazine, they, they posted um, a cover of, like, him in makeup and all kinds of shit. Like, oh, he's trying. I just saw that today. That was hilarious. Like, leave the fucking oh, guy. I mean, I know he's probably an asshole, but just leave him alone. Let's say he is transitioning to be a woman. <laughs> just let him do it. Like, why? why are we, like, trying to kill the guy? They're trying to make him so depressed and push him into this horrible place. First of all, the pictures are hilarious. They, they really show the, uh, they do the, uh, the, the pre-picture. They show like his, his Olympic photo where he's like pole vaulting. And the next picture, he's in a blouse and makeup. It's hilarious. Yeah. But it's, it's actually, they, I think maybe TMZ or BuzzFeed posted the, the original photo. That was a photo of like a Mexican soap opera actress. 
<laughs> and they just basically put his head in there and colored his lips. Yeah, it's fucked like, up. Like, that was a real photo of a woman. And just, like, how can they get away with that? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's kind of like bullying to me. Like, that's yeah, what I mean. I mean but, yeah. but we've always done that. If you think back, like, look at Britney Spears. I mean, when she had her meltdown, we were like, cheer, not we in general, but like the, the populace was, was like edge of our seat waiting for what she was going to do next. Same with Lindsay Lohan. And uh, what's that dumb bitch that was like a, uh, Amanda Bynes? I mean, we like, it's a spectator sport to watch these people go off the rails. And then we love a comeback, and then everyone, you know. But how do you like, come back from us? But, but they're also just tabloids. I mean, it's just fake news. Underneath that Bruce Jenner thing, the bottom said, former President Bill Clinton busted for having sex with underagers. I mean, <laughs> none of it. You, you, don't, you don't take any of it seriously. You just look at it. You just laugh while you're Ryan, waiting to check out a grocery store. Ryan, when you transition yeah, but, but to a woman, time, though, what, what's the comeback? Is the comeback when you're, like, an athletic-looking woman? Like, a better... It's, no, it's when, it's when you do your interview with Oprah and talk about how brave you are and, like, you get some Lifetime Achievement Award at the LGBT Awards on Oxygen. <laughs> like, that's, that's that comeback. Every comeback is different, but... Yeah. Like, um, Chaz Bono's comeback was she did an Oprah special where she had a goatee and she wasn't wearing a shirt the whole time. And she was just, like, laying in the bed. <laughs> like, who, like I, I, I know you've transitioned to being, being being a woman, but guys in your shape don't walk around with no shirt on. Like, Chaz Bono's in bad shape. She should always have a shirt on. You don't walk around with no shirt. Base, would you be on camera with no shirt on? No. I wouldn't even be on camera with shorts on. That's the shape that Chaz Bono's in. He cool without a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole, I, I, but I know what you're saying. That whole Kardashian family's fucked up. Tyga, they're saying, got Kylie Jenner pregnant. She's like 17, which is kind of like uh, Elvis and Priscilla. Like, it's basically rape. If you're, if you're getting... Old, old, is it, wait, wait, isn't Tyga like 17? No, he's like yeah, 25, I, mean, I think, or something. Let's, let's take a look. Before he's, you he is. Say he, no, I know, I know he is. He is 25 for sure. I'm positive. Oh, he is. Okay. Well, I think it's all in the presentation because if you look at In Touch magazine, it looks like it's respect. It's visually, it's on the newsstands next to people and like things you know, and so it looks like a respectable publication. And there's this clearly fake picture of Bruce Jenner in drag, and it says, <laughs> "Bruce, my life as a woman." Yeah. And it's like it looks legit, and I think that's the problem. It, it, and the other part, base, you say you look at it and it's hilarious. And I know this sounds like a bleeding heart liberal thing to say, but it's still somebody. Like Bruce Jenner's still a person. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like he's still yeah, a human being. He is a human being, but it's. I mean, they're celebrities. I mean, there's there's a part that's conditional. I mean, their wife, his wife, put them on a reality television show for well, all of America. Well, base to that, see them. I mean, you're you're pre-exposing. I mean, that is, nobody's base, talked base about Bruce Jenner. Point. notice all these reality shows who's the person hogan knows best the kardashians the osbournes ozzy wanted nothing to do with that shit hogan i don't think really did it was linda hogan kit chris jenner sharon osborne it's these older hollywood women who want their shot at hollywood and they drag their whole family in chris, i know kim kardashian's a fame whore too but chris jenner is the worst like she will do anything she'll she'll prostitute out any of her daughters for anything that will get her fame and she did the same thing with bruce you if you ever watch the kardashians bruce jenner wants nothing to do with that show he's always playing with helicopters and shit like he's uh, an olympian he's an olympian he's an athlete he's not he's not like she she was one of the greatest athletes of all time 
<laughs> she. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, with, with a guy like Bruce Jenner, you know that that's not his decision. Even, even they don't have to be old Hollywood, like Shayna Mokler and Travis Barker, Barker. That was all Shayna. I mean, yeah, Travis exactly. wanted nothing to do with that. Yeah, exactly. It, it, but he could have always not appeared on it. There's a Bruce Jenner son right. who nobody ever saw until a while ago, and all of a sudden he wanted to be a, beat up a guy from TMZ. I mean, these guys could do whatever they wanted to say. You know, I'm not, not going to be on the television show. Don't put me on it. And we would never even see Bruce Jenner. Well, say, there's always been doing it. Oh, I mean, yeah. if they wanted to, if Chris Jenner could have just had a show with just her, Kim, and Chloe. She would have done that too. I mean, she didn't care. Know, she but, just but basically, wanted to make the money. Here, here's the point. Here's the, the only point I make about Bruce Jenner. He seems like an asshole all the time. But if he really is transitioning to becoming a woman, they're just pushing him off the ledge. Like they're 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 right. they're like an, he's going to kill himself. Like I'm afraid something like that's going to happen to him because he's going to be so pissed off. Like he feels yeah. like he, I'm sure he feels like a piece of shit when you see that on the on the cover of a magazine. Right. And they have him dressed like you know like Mary Poppins <laughs> like, or like Blanche like from the, the Golden Arthur. Girls. Yeah, it's not like he's dressed like a hot woman. They have him dressed no, like Mrs. He looks like Mrs. Garrett from Different Strokes. Mrs. Doubtfire. Exactly. Is he really becoming a woman, or is this they're just making this up? I don't know. I don't think he is. I, think I mean, he's I don't pay attention to Kardashian rumors. He's, he's grown his hair out, and he's had a few like facial. His features are definitely softer, and he like will put his hair in like a little pony nub, like Milo had in Airhead. So I don't. Who, I mean, who knows if he's becoming? I mean, he definitely looks more womanly now than he ever has. Yeah. Whether he is chopping his dick off, I don't know. He's but like Mickey Rourke. Every, who everyone's looks horrible. Uh, everyone's like cheering him on. They, not cheering him on, but they're like they're pushing him closer and closer. They just keep poking. Yeah, they, they won't leave him alone. And you know, it's, I think he's just addicted to plastic surgery. I think he's like Michael right. Jackson or something like that. I don't think he's trying to become. I, I don't. I don't know. Who knows? But I doubt it. God, Mickey Rourke looks like hell right now, too. Yeah, he was at the UFC fight the other night. He yeah, that that plastic surgery finally like dropped on him. Yeah, it looks like, looks like, it's like that fatality where Scorpion breathes fire on your face and it melts off. <laughs> your face melts. <laughs> that, that, that's how his face looks. Yeah, <laughs> he almost looks like a like a young like young boy or something. It's like all. And I, I, that's probably what he's going for, but he looks like a... Like, like Robin a Williams and Jack. Or something. Like he has progeria <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, it's weird. Like, everything's big on him, too. Like, he's, like, drowning in his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he wears, he like... He look right. He, you know what he looks like? He looks like the Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz. His face looks like he the does, Scarecrow's yeah. face. He uh, wears the Scarecrow's hat. He wears those baggy pants. He's the Scarecrow. Right. He's also lacking yeah, courage. That's great. That's great. Yeah, and he has no courage. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I Maybe do have courage. Last thing, guys, before we go. How fucking annoying was it yesterday? Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. All these fucking assholes complaining that they got off work for Martin Luther King Day. I would take off... If I could get a paid day off of work, whoa, I would whoa, take... Whoa. People were complaining that they, had, that they had a day off? Racist. You have Dude, to be I, racist I be as fuck. Oh my god! Anyone complain? I mean, I, where where are you referring to? Who, yeah, I mean, I, I, this I'm is a new saying, phenomenon to me. I've I, never seen. I'm this. not saying people weren't, but where where was it happening? I saw people on Facebook. I saw at least I'd say close to ten people say, I, "Why the fuck are we off for Martin Luther King Day? Why aren't we off for this day or that day or this day or that day?" They all want it's right. It's it's pure racism. Like it's only based on racism. 
Yeah, this would, this would be people just in your inner circle, Abe. I've never seen That's this. not my inner circle. I mean, yeah, it's I, no I, one I, I know. I, I didn't know this was a thing. I, I, I never heard of this. Sam, people are always complaining about being off of Martin Luther King Day. Kid, people always said, how many times? I've seen this a million times, too. Oh, why am I? Why do I have to keep my kids home from school today? That's bullshit. They shouldn't be off I've, school I've today. honestly never seen I've never seen that. Although I'm not on Facebook, so I, I don't know what kind of racist you're dealing with. But no, I've no, never... I'm not particularly dealing with them. These are just people I've seen, not my inner circle. I wouldn't hang out with someone who is... Was uh, it like Bruce, Bruce Jenner? Was he one of them? Or? Yeah, he, he was on there. No, but but think about it. If you're pissed off that you're getting a paid day off work, you have to be just the most racist I, piece of shit ever. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Blasky is like the, the, you know, those those um, red state governors governors who didn't want to take the... Um, Deep, uh, uh, Obamacare subsidies. Like it's just, it's just because you hate black people. That's all it is. You hate liberals and you hate yeah, black and that's people. That's all. That's all it really boils down to. Yep. And and that a status update that says like, remind me why we're off work again today. Like that basically could be translated into, I hate black people. Exactly. I saw. <laughs> I saw a guy. In uh, other words, some guy yeah. on Twitter posted something like, uh, "Did you know that Martin Luther King gave his wife two STDs?" And it's document like, what, what, like, it's so, like people just hate. How can you hate Martin Luther King? Like, there's no reason to hate him. And I was having this conversation today with somebody about how Al Sharpton. You know, have you guys followed like the controversy over, uh, you know, members of the the black community being outraged that no people of color were nominated for for Academy Awards? Yeah, that was oh, you know, the last couple of and days. So, so Al Sharpton. Uh, Called for the Academy Awards to to like start up a, a diversity panel or something or a diversity uh, ta- task force to make sure that they were and things like that are so they defy what Martin Luther King said in his speech. It, you know, man should be judged by the content right. of his true. character, not the color of his skin. And all Al Sharpton is doing. By the way, 12 Years a Slave won every fucking award last year, so it can't... Right. Oh, I forgot reason. about that one! Fuck last year! We're talking about but, 2015! But, like... Bill Sharpton, I mean, he's, he's no different than Gloria Allred at this point. He's just looking yeah. for attention. He's looking I for mean, a platform. Life isn't fair, and maybe this year th- there were other people who performed better. That's just the way it goes sometimes. And and to, to get it riled up and twisted like that, it is absolutely the opposite of what Martin Luther King said. And... If you're if you've ever apologized for anything to L. Sharpton, like I get it. If you let's say you say something racist and you want to apologize to the person you said it about, or you say, Oh, I want to apologize to the African American community, whatever. But if you're like Don Imus with your tail between your legs and, and, and L. Sharpton, you go to his studio and you have to suck his dick. Oh, we have the racist Don Imus here. What have you learned? Of-? Well, I, uh, I never, I never meant when I said never had it. Oh, I didn't really mean it. Yeah, but you like did going, say it. You said it's it. It's like going before the wizard in the Wizard of Oz. Like, That's exactly yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> like you have to like meekly stand there humble with your hat in your hand. Like, look up the bitch with the big head. Yeah. Al Sharpen's huge bobblehead going, yeah. tell me how, what, how this has changed you. You know, like, uh, you're like on, you're just like on the stand. And he's saying and racist and shit. He's saying racist yeah, shit. And, Casper! You milk-toast! <laughs> you milk-toast motherfucker! Tell me why like, you said nappy-headed hoe! It, it's like the ultimate atonement. 
you know, it's like you're forgiven if you will agree to go apologize to Al Sharpton for something you said about a black guy yeah. in front of you and Arby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ryan, that's my point, is that why, why is Al Sharpton the guy that people have to apologize to? Who the fuck is he? Uh, I want to tell you, Mr. Sharpton, personally, that I'm sorry about saying <laughs> What? Why? Yeah. And I, I, I want yeah, a person. It was about a college basketball player, a female. Yeah, a female, female basketball player. And he's, he's kneeling before Al Sharpton. I want a personal apology to you, Mr. Sharpton. I just want to come in there personally and apologize to you. <laughs> And first, before we get started, Mr. Almister, you have something to say to me. Yeah, I'd like he to personally apologize. He's like, he's like, did you apologize to the nappy-headed O yet? You crap. That doesn't matter as long as you apologize to me. Yeah. Where's my apology? Like, or if I miss walks in, I'd like to apologize to uh, Sierra Miller. She was very sorry. Whoa! Slow down, Don! Don't you have something to say to me first? <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to apologize. I'd, I'd like to personally apologize to you, Mr. Sh- Mr. Sharpton. God, I would never call Reverend Mr. L. Like, I would say, hey, what's up, L? I would never yeah. show anyone respect like that. Like a guy like him, Mr. Sharpton. Just yeah. like, do you ever see when people talk about the owner of the Patriots, like they call him Mr. Kraft? Yeah. Just, his yeah, name's he, fucking Robert Kraft. Call him yeah, Bob yeah, or Rob. Treat him like royalty. Oh, uh, Mr. Just like, Kraft. Uh, just like with Oprah, Ms. Winfrey. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Oh, fuck. Don't get me started on that. I, I, when I interviewed for a job there, this douchebag that interviewed me, he's like, Miss Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the show's called Oprah. Like, right. everyone calls her <laughs> Oprah. The people on the show yeah. call her Oprah. The name of the show is the, Oprah. The name of, and the name of the studio is Oprah backwards. Yeah, it's Harpo. Yeah. The whole time I'm getting interviewed by this guy, he's like, so Miss Winfrey does this, and Miss Winfrey does that. <laughs> Miss Winfrey. That's just, when you call Oprah Miss Winfrey, that's the ultimate sucking the dick of Oprah. Well, well I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I think you went a little far with this. I mean, there are times when it's, uh, you know, I think it could be appropriate to call somebody by, you know, their, uh, by their last Yeah, there are times, but I, I get yeah. the larger point here. It's like, you know, you when you go to do your atonement in front of the Al Sharpton monument, right, you have yeah. to refer to it as Mr. Sharpton. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Don Ivis didn't have to call him Mr. Sharpton. I mean, that's the problem. Right. Yeah, it's like adding humility to right. it. You know, he's, he's already standing there like oh, his Ms. head hanging. Ms. Mr. Sharpton. You know, yeah. Right. It's ridiculous and, and, that he's there apologizing to Al Sharpton because he called somebody right. else an happy at it all. <laughs> if I met if I met like Ryan's hundred year old grandpa Ben, I would call him Mister Mano. I wouldn't say, exactly. "Hey, what's up, Ben?" You know what I mean? Right. But like when I go up to El Sharpton, I don't say, "Oh, Mister Sharpton, I'd like to like, start things off by, of course, apologizing to you." I think what I think else? Dave, what else you have to say? Is the people who are loudly demanding respect are the ones you never want to give it? Exactly. You're, that's correct, right? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like the. The people who say, like, it's Mr. Sharpton. No, it's still going to be Al, then. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Mr. Sharpton if you didn't say that dickhead comment. Yeah. That um, is funny, though. Do you, remember, but, you know that, though? When you meet people, like, when you're younger, they're like, uh, that's Mr. Dawson there, son. It's not Bob. It's Mr. Yeah. Dawson. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. 
I'm going to call you Bob next time well, I see you for sure. Yeah. But the same, the same goes the other way around. I hate when you're like, hey, Mr. Dawson. You're like, that's my dad's name. You call me, bro- you call me Bobby. Yeah, that's no, I, I'm just trying to be respectful. Don't make me look like that. Bottom line is don't call anybody anything. Just kind of avoid names. Exactly. Like and, and that's try to avoid names. Just yep. in general. You know, I've been doing that since hey, I was a little you. kid. A lot of that. And that's I mean, hey, you. You just start <laughs> talking in the direction. Because I, I forget people's names. I'll start talking in the direction of them and hope that they catch that I'm talking to them. <laughs> right. And they usually do. Yeah. And ever since I was a little kid. Because, like, let's say we're hanging out with Danny Gaga's parents. I'm not going to be like, oh, Mrs. Gaga, I have a quick question. No, I would just start talking and hope that she realizes I'm talking to her. Right. That's a good tip for even um, today. If you don't know someone's name, you just start talking and hope that they pick it up. What? I, just to go back to this this last thing, like, what is Al Sharpton's diversity task force going to accomplish? I mean, like, what's the point? Why wasn't LeVar Burton up for that? <laughs> you know LeVar uh, Burton was in the mail dump? The movie about the post office? <laughs> Why wasn't he up for Actor or supporting actor. Well, because the mail dump uh, straight to DVD sucked. That's why it's LeVar it Burton. Like, it, it didn't make the cut for the, you know, we have a very strict uh, deadline for entries, and that one didn't make the cut. But I would like to also add that I'm very sorry, Mr. Sharpton, that we didn't include LeVar Burton. <laughs> yeah. Why was it Zubily Zoo in there? Um, well, Mr. Sharpton, Zubily Zoo is 20 years old. Oh, so there's limits now on what could win. <laughs> uh, well, Mr. Sharpton, I apologize for, for the limits, but yeah, they've always been there. If you'd like us to change the limits, Mr. Sharpton, uh, I think we're open to that. So not only are you racist, but you're also practicing ageism. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess that's... Oh! Yes, I, I should, oh, so you're hiring old people. And then before you know it, you know, Levar, they're like the winner, LeVar Burton for male dunk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Al Sharpton on stage with him, like, yeah. accepting the award. I'd like to thank Sharpton. Sharpton accepts the award. Yeah, I'd on like his behalf, even though yeah, Lamar's exactly. sitting in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only does he accept it, but he gets to present it. I'm accepting yeah. this award, and before I accept the award, and then he goes into a bunch of bullshit saying how fucked up the Academy is, even though they just basically handed him that free. Uh, trophy yeah i just want to say that this is an academy of old white folk and we need to get some brothers in that academy right how pissed off would you be ryan if you agreed to give lavar burton a trophy and then l sharpton still talk shit about you yeah i mean yeah and and you know that they're gonna like there will be some you know cowering to whatever intimidation he's doing like you know, Clooney would get up and give a give a speech apologizing on behalf of the Academy. Yeah, no, something will happen at the Oscars this year to acknowledge Al Sharpton. And you, and you know, you know, there'll be a tweet from at official Oscars, like their official Twitter handle. They'll say, "We'd like to apologize to Mister Sharpton for whatever." I'll, I'll bet you right now, Sharpton is trying to put together a feature film so he could win the Best Actor next year. <laughs> I can say they can't deny him if he acts. If he acts in a movie and stars, they they, they won't deny him now. Well, and if he doesn't get nominated, at least like if that doesn't work, then he'll at least have something to complain about. You know, like he right. Either way, he's golden for next year. Like, I, I, I can even keep doing like a remake of Picture Page and like winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to introduce you to Mortimer the Marker. <laughs> Put it right up his ass. <laughs> 
Oh my god, if that's the clip they showed next to like legit clips like Bradley Cooper and American Sniper. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh. like Grant Budapest Hotel American Sniper. Picture you know, page like when, 2015. When they, when they announced the nominees and show a brief clip, it's like brilliant, brilliant moving scenes and then Al Sharpton's got a wig on going, Hey, Mortimer the Marker! <laughs> Al Sharpton as Bill Cosby in Picture Page. Mortimer the Marker here's to take from you to A to Z. <laughs> and the winner is Al Sharpton. Nominees are LeVar Burton, Mail Dump. Al Sharpton, Picture Page. Kevin Hart, The Wedding Room. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Murphy. James Bond, The Musical. The winner, L. Sharpton picture page. Then he just talks. It's, it's all black it's a nominees. Clean sweep for Sharpton. Yeah, it's a clean sweep. Now he's a clean sweep for Sharpton, but it's a clean sweep for all black people to get nominated for that award, and he still complains. We're making a little bit of progress, but it's only one year. Wait till next year when there ain't no brothers nominated now. We'll wait till it next was year. In 2016. <laughs> like he's got, he's got them so bent over backwards they're nominating Jubilee Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and pretty and pretty so soon and pretty soon when the Oscars is like the BET Awards, uh, he's gonna be like, now what about the Golden Globes? And then he's gonna move to that show. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, what, about, what about the Country Music Awards? Oh, that, oh, that, that, yeah, that, that's the next one. But he's, he's right now he's satisfied that Darius Rucker's there, but that's again that's like. Yeah. That's the first step. <laughs> you know he wants to do a song with Toby Keith. Yeah. Well, he, and he did like the LL Cool J Brad Paisley accidental racist uh, <laughs> song they did two years ago. That was a start. Why didn't LL Cool J win for Country Artist of the Year? The country music one, I could see him going, oh, y'all could have that one. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, fuck you, that you, one. You, you, I'm, I'm not so that. I'm not so sure about that one. Well, that's one thing about El Sharpton. He does want everything. Like, you imagine him at a dinner. Like, if there were three roles and there's four people, you better believe he's grabbing the first role. Because he's not even going to... Oh, it's yeah. not even up for debate on whether he's the guy who doesn't get a role. Ah! Right. Roll number one for me! But he didn't look to the basket. that there was another basket next to him. Like, there was plenty for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but he lets his... He, he, he just lets his ignorance be known, and, and yeah. just, just for no reason, he's ignorant. Oh, what do you know? Three rolls. <laughs> Looks like three rolls for four people. <laughs> no, there's, there's another basket of rolls over there, and then a third basket on that side of the table. There's actually nine rolls for four people. <laughs> but there's not enough butter to go around. Right away, Mr. Sharpton. Mr. Yes. Right, right away, Al. What did you say? I'm sorry, Mr. Sharpton. Sorry about that, sir. <laughs> Actually, after this conversation, uh, I never want to call anyone Mr. ever again. And I, I don't think I ever will. I think Mr. is reserved for children to call their teachers. And no one else should ever be called. Like, Bill Cosby was always known. If you ever hear Seinfeld talk about him, he's like, oh, I really love Mr. Cosby. Like, why are you calling him Mr. Cosby? He's not your teacher. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little weird. Yeah, for Gary Seinfeld to be calling him Mr. Cosby. That's, they all do. Bill Cosby is a guy who everyone called Mr. Cosby. He was one of those guys. Oh, that's Mr. Cosby. Huh. I wonder if that was Bill telling everyone to call him Mr. Cosby. Oh, I'm sure it was. He's like, I'll oh, have respect for your elders. 
as he has their toes in his mouth. Yeah, as he's, <laughs> as he's, as he's, <laughs> all right, we'll end it there, guys. We, I, I had all the, I had all these pages of things I want to talk about. We didn't get to any of them, but that's okay. We get to them next time. Um, I will remind you if you're listening to this on something that's not iTunes and you want to listen on iTunes again, and you're not having problems. You have to unsubscribe and then resubscribe. So we'll see you back Very here good. next Tuesday. And uh, Ryan's at Ryan Mano. Base is at Base on Air. Sam is at Sam underscore Cannon. I'm at Abe Cannon. So we'll holla next time. We out. Hey, Mr. Cannon out.